Agent Power Huddle is a daily jumpstart, giving you all the tools you need to create an amazing real estate career. Led by top experts in the field, you'll learn how to sell more houses in less time while creating the life you want. Welcome to the Agent Power Huddle. We're going to dive right in today because we got an amazing guest here. I'm Jesse Zagorski, ESP Realty, the Agent Power Huddle. That's all we got to say because Lonnie, you ready for this? It's how yeah. to celebrate your SOI and create warm referrals organically. And I want to even define SOI, but first let's introduce our guest host, Lonnie Fisher. What's up, Lonnie? What's up? What's up, everybody? Tacoma, Seattle area. She is yes. a Hopefully you've heard her on a podcast, a show or somewhere around, but if this is your first exposure to Lonnie, she is an incredible force for just creating amazing client experiences, but also selling a ton of houses. Like you do a really, I think you do a really good job of balancing that. Where like you are, you, you, you help a lot of families. You sell a lot of houses, but like your clients love you. I'm very fortunate in that component. So yeah, I'm, I'm super happy with that. Yeah. So, so Let's first define, because by the way, I think it's hilarious. I don't know if it makes you laugh, but in the world of real estate, we throw around so many acronyms, right? Mm -hmm. SOI. Some people might not even know what SOI is, right? It stands for sphere of influence. But what does that mean to you? Like when you say you're celebrating your, your sphere of influence, who is your sphere of influence? Honestly, I think it's anybody that we have a relationship with, to be quite honest with you. Um, and so you can literally have an SOI or a spare influence with somebody that you just met. And if you have a great connection, then I'm going to invite them to be my friend on Facebook, to be quite honest. I like it. And when we yeah. talk about, uh, you know, celebrating them and creating this, this organic relationship where they are organically sending you business, does it usually start with social media? Like you said, they're going to be your friend on Facebook. Does it start with social media? You, and I know you do a lot of real world events and things like that too, but where does it start for you usually? Um, I think it's conversations first, to be quite honest. And then um, from those conversations, you know, depending on, I think if we're a good fit for one another, um, I think that's super huge. And that's something that whether it's my, my consultations, whether buyer or seller, you know, I always start off the consultation with, this is a two-way interview. You're interviewing me just as much as I'm interviewing you. And we'll figure out if we're a good fit for each other in the middle of this meeting. Um, and so we'll figure that out as we're going through. And then as we go through that consultation, I can, sorry about that. I can, uh, I can get a feel on, you know, are we joking around with each other? Are we uh, having a good vibe with each other? Does the energy feel good? And if we are able to have a good connection, uh, we can vibe with each other because here's the thing. People want to do business with people they know, like, and trust. Right. And same thing with me. I want to do business with the same people, same type of people. So it's, it's, it has to be a mutual fit um, for both of us, because I think in real estate, trust has to be mutual, right? They're trusting us with the biggest transaction, biggest asset, biggest sale. And we're trusting that they are going to listen to us, hopefully, um, and not go and work with another agent after we put in so many hours or, you know, so many weeks or months or whatever case may be. Absolutely. And, and I think when you start off your conversation with a new client of I'm interviewing, you're interviewing me and I'm interviewing you, it, it's somewhat, it also, it takes off the pressure, right? It also mm -hmm. kind of relaxes it. And 
I don't know if you mean it to be like, like a takeaway, but it's almost like a, like, it's, it's not like I'm begging you for business. It's like, Hey, look, we're going to, it kind of shifts that balance of power, right? It just makes it more of a level playing field. Yeah. And I think that's like one of the biggest things, even as um, newer agents, they feel like they have to take everybody that comes their way, regardless if they're a good fit. And that's something that I early on in my career um, learned to say, no, if we're not a good fit, like I'd rather say no to that one client. Uh, so that way I can have, you know, six, seven, 10 other clients that fit what I'm, what I'm about um, rather than trying to beat a dead horse going down this road with this one client who's never going to do anything or is never going to be happy or is completely miserable. And then it just, that negative energy just eats you. And it's, just a big rabbit hole that way. And I just, I'd rather not do it. And I think that mindset I established really early on. Um, And then the other mindset uh, super early on, like was that I'm successful. So I get to pick and choose who I decide to work with. Even when I didn't have a lot of business, that was my mindset. So for me, if you believe it, you can achieve it. Right. Um, And it's like faith. So I think that's something that early on, you should probably establish, or if you haven't established that, uh, set those boundaries for yourself because it really affects every other component of your life. I love it. And, and I want, I do want to ask a question on that because this, I, we will go back to, you know, how you're creating the, how you're celebrating your sphere yeah. and creating these referrals. But I think this does tie in when you have that alignment with the people that, that you are fit with, because how did you learn that skill of saying no to the wrong clients? Like, I feel like that is a skill that probably had to learn yeah it was it was um I think it was probably one of my first several transactions and I ended up taking this client that was an all-cash buyer um military guy and I I think because I was really early on I was like within my first year of real estate I was like oh my gosh it's a really big opportunity for me um and so long and short of it we got him into a house or got their offer accepted. Um, we were going through a final walkthrough and um, the client was like, I don't want this house because it has uh, picture nails in the wall. And I'm like, what? <laughs> uh, and it turned into a big fiasco, even to the point they brought my brokerage in and they were not going to close. And mind you, like I did my job so well that the sellers were already out of the house. They, and they were looking, they were buying contingent on another house so their house wasn't even finished being done yet so I had got the sellers out of the house like so that way my clients could move in like it was a big thing and I'm like what are you talking about you don't want so it just turned into a big huge huge fiasco um and I ended up giving up probably three-fourths of my commission not for my buyers to close but because if the sellers did not close on their side, they would not have been able to move forward with their purchase. And I felt like it was my obligation to make that right for the sellers because I was so aggressive on how I represented my buyers at that time that I didn't think it would be right. So, uh, and there was several like red flags during that initial consultation that I had with them that I just ignored because I was like, no, I, I need to get a client. I need to do business. I need to. Right. And it's, and when you're, when you're new in real estate, like that is a big proponent of like, 
oh my gosh, I finally got a client or, oh my gosh, I finally have somebody in contract. And um, the fiasco of that was so just crazy to not want to close because there's picture nails or holes in the wall, you know? Um, and so, so, so that, was, that really helped for you then. Like it's, it's learning through, through experience. Like pain is a good teacher. So, so yeah. Yeah. You know, so I don't want to do that again. Yeah. I, I, all right. I guess so we'll do a whole nother episode, <laughs> by the way, on what those red flags are, right guys, if, yeah. if you're listening to this, drop in the comments or wherever you are. Like, if you're like, I know what the red flags are. I look for this, 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 we'll do a whole separate on that, but back to, I'll bring it back to celebrating your, your sphere of influence. I mean, so once you get alignment with the right, the right client, mm-hmm. what are you doing? Cause you do a lot of stuff. That's really cool. What, like, what do you do on a consistent basis? Do, do you, do you have a list of things you want to rattle off or, or should I just ask some questions about some of the things I know? Yeah. About? I mean, I'll, I'll do a list of things. And then if you think of some questions, feel free to um, shoot them out. But I mean, I'll, I use Facebook like a CRM to be quite honest with you uh, because Facebook is a great space to find out what's going on in people's lives. Did they lose somebody? Did they get married? Did they get engaged? Are they expecting a baby? Are they going through a divorce? Are they celebrating a birthday anniversary? Did they go somewhere for a vacation? Um, And so I have, uh, it's called AM cards. And so if I see somebody that has a birthday or if they, you know, experienced a loss or um, anything that's kind of, a big marker, I will send out a card just because, right? And these cards you can make yourself, you can really personalize it. Um, and here's the thing is like a lot of people are not getting those type of things in the mail. They're getting like marketing type pieces or they're getting bills, right? If they get their bills because now they're paperless. Right. So when they get something in the mailbox that's you know heartfelt and uh you taking a moment out of your day to think about them, it goes a long way. Um, the other thing is, you know, just sending some gratitude text messages out every so often, like, Hey, you know, I really appreciate you being in my life, um, from sense or whatever. And this is the reason why, like, I just want to know, I just want to say, I hope you have an amazing day. Um, on Facebook, I have, to be quite honest, I have a video that I made for birthdays. And so it's already made. Um, I've been probably using it for about a year. So on people's birthdays, I send them an IM with the video uh, with a beach background. So sometimes people think I'm at the beach. It's pretty awesome. Um, but they're like, oh my gosh, it's, that's so sweet. I love, like, thank you so much for thinking of me, you know, and it, you can have all of these things set up and you can probably pre-record you know, several different videos. And it doesn't have to be like a text message uh, specifically as far as, you know, I appreciate you in my life because of blah, blah, blah. Like, I just want you to know, I appreciate you. I hope you have an amazing day. And if you need anything, let me know and then send it. Like you can make several different videos, wear several, several different shirts if you want to. So that way it's not the same shirt, but you, you can do this and you can make it systematized. Like I know on my Android, I have an Android for work. So I know some of you guys are Apple people. I have an Apple phone, but I have an Android uh, just because, and I like Android because I can pre-schedule text messages a week out, a, a, a 24 hours out, 48 hours out. And I can have these text messages on days that I'm just like, all right, I'm going to touch base with this person or whatever. And it automatically sends out, I can schedule it. So then when people are hitting me back, sometimes I'm like, Oh yeah, I forgot. I sent this. Like, 
it's easy. Like it's a work smarter, not harder type thing. So you can replicate and do things and people will never know that. All right. I sent this video to this person, this person, this person, they don't look at it that way. Right. Um, and so it makes them feel special. It makes them feel appreciated and everybody wants to feel validated. Um, and if you can validate them and you can make their day or make them smile, those things go a very, very long way. Right. Um, some of the other things is like, I have my client, my clients invite me over to dinner or to go hang out or go do whatever all the time. Like I literally went to the horse races on Saturday, um, with one of my clients with, well, a few of my clients and they have a group of people. So not only am I there with them, but I'm there with uh, some other friends that I never met, um, Sunday night, uh, my friends invited me over for Philly cheesesteaks. And so I had Philly cheesesteaks, which is fantastic. Right. Um, and so I get to get fed. It's nice. We all like free food sometimes. Right. <laughs> so no, I'm playing about that, but I mean, uh, but to be consistently asked like, Hey, we need to hang out or whatever. Uh, I think goes a big way. Uh, to be quite honest, I'm doing a uh, baseball game this Friday, right? So on Sunday, on Saturday, we had a bunch of our clients come pick up tickets. Um, I have clients um, for the ones that I'm like, okay, yeah, you can know where I live. Um, they came and picked up tickets for me yesterday. And one of my clients, um, her car, her alternator went out on my driveway. So we ended up going to AutoZone, getting her a new battery. We checked the, the voltage. Um, my neighbor, who I have a really good relationship with, came over and he was like, well, if you do this, then it's going to tell you it's the alternator. So find out it's the alternator. So what did I do? We, after getting, you know, the, the battery changed out, drove over to her mechanic, followed her. Like these are the things like um, that as an, I don't think an agent would typically do. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's not a typical agent. I mean, so not only have you developed a relationship deep enough, but you are, you, you truly care about your clients and you're like, you're just being a good human being. And you're like, I'm going to, I'm going to go out of my way to help them because that's who you are. Yeah. So like my, the reason why I'm doing a baseball um, event this time is because I did a pie pizza pie day on three fourteen, and we had about three hours, three and a half hours. And it was on a Monday. So I didn't realize like, I didn't expect so many people to come through, but we ended up taking over the entire restaurant. That's huge. On a Monday night after people are off work and school and stuff, that was huge. I was like, oh my gosh. And for me, it was, I felt like I couldn't have like a, a super long conversation. It was like maybe a few minutes. And to me, that was really bothersome because I really do like to find out or catch up or have that FaceTime with them. And so when I planned this event, I was like, all right, what is an event that I can do that I can actually spend some time with my clients um, where they one want to come, right? Where any event that you, you plan, you want them to be able to want to come, not just for you, but because of the experience that they're about to get, right? Or about to have. And then two, like, what's another way that I can, they want to come, they want to come interact. And if I'm not talking to them at that moment, uh, where they can still be entertained. And I was like, baseball, this is a fantastic thing to do. It's nine innings. So I should have <laughs> plenty of time. Um, and we got 200 tickets. 
Um, and it has beer, it has wine, soda, water, hot dogs, hamburgers, chips, soda, I mean, ice cream, cookies, and then fireworks later on that night. You said you bought 200 tickets? I did. Yeah, 200 okay. tickets. I'm going to dive into that in a minute because that, that's, I'm really curious about that. So the, the first question that was popping in my head, um, as you're like going to fix this person's alternator and you're putting together these events, how do you have time? Because you're a busy agent. How do you have time to do stuff like this? Like, are you just working really long hours? Is this a big part of like, how does this all fit in? Um, well, I, I, I used to work a, a lot of long hours, um, but now I've been really um, consci conscious as far as setting specific hours. So before I used to work till like 11 and 12, and sometimes I will still do that, to be quite honest. But now I am really focused on leverage and how do I leverage my business? How do I leverage my time? Um, just being more efficient and proficient with the time that I'm allocating to myself, especially because I have a baby girl coming in the beginning of August. So leverage has been something that I've been really hyper-focused on since the beginning of this year. Uh, and to be quite honest, like I have a VA, which is a, a virtual assistant that just started yesterday. So I'm in the process of having a VA because I know that we need to make three to four times, maybe five times the amount of calls this year to do the same amount of business as we did last year, which I can't do by myself, right? So I am leveraging a VA. Uh, I'm giving it a shot anyways to see how it rocks, rocks and rock and rolls. Um, and then on top of it, I have, you know, a TC team or a TC that I, um, I hire out. So I don't do any of my backend stuff. Like if I have a listing appointment, I bring the 1A, which is the listing contract. It's not every single thing, right? As far as the listing uh, paperwork that goes that says, all right, I need to put this into the Northwest MLS. No, I'm just bringing the main sheet. You're signing with me. Fantastic. Here you go. I send that over to my TC. My TC does everything else. Um, and so it's really about how do you, what are the money making activities that you need to focus on? And then what are the other activities that are not producing money? Like, I don't want to sit in front of a computer all day if I don't have to, if it's not generating money, right? If I'm sitting in front of a computer, it's because I'm doing a consultation um, with a potential buyer or seller, right? It's not because I'm inputting you know, stuff into the Northwest MLS. So I think really getting finite as far as, or really not finite, but really uh, intentional with where you're spending your activities and your time, right? Because you can be busy, but is it just busy work or are you busy because you're making money making activities? Right. And I think because of your business is so, you are wired for relationships, you are relationship driven. And because of that, you're leveraging out the things that are not that. So you can keep the things that like, you can't leverage out building a relationship that has right. to be done by you. Hence you go buy 200 tickets so you can go to the baseball game. Cause so you can go actually spend time talking to all of these friends and clients. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I love it. Cause I, I love spending time with people. I love having conversations. I love helping people, whether it's my client, whether it's the community, whether it's, you know, a school or whatever. So it's just, I think being focused on what really drives you and what you're passionate about um, allows you to continue working long hours if you need to. Yeah. And so right. I, I don't, I don't think you, I'm, maybe you did start out buying 200 baseball tickets. I don't know. I'm assuming you built up to that. Does it, does it make you nervous? You get excited. Like, will you use all 200 to, to tell you that's it? 
I'm assuming will, people listening are like, use, whoa, that's, that's a big commitment. Yeah, we will use all 200. Um, I have um, several tickets right here that I am, whoops, let me see, like waiting to have my clients come pick up from me, um, which for the most part, they picked up on Sunday, but these are the ones that were working or had something. Um, and I'm super stoked. I'm super stoked for Friday. Um, my clients are super stoked for Friday. The funny thing is, is when I actually booked the day for the game, I didn't realize it was Memorial Day weekend. Uh, and so some of my people will not be in town uh, because they're going camping or do, they're doing something else. But the fact of the matter is I'm still giving out 200 tickets and 200 of my people are going to be there regardless of that it's a holiday. Uh, and they're, they're all stoked. And it's like, it's, it's awesome because a lot of, I'll say a good portion of my business is referral. So like they're going to know people that they referred that have done business with me or are talking with me. So they'll have like, there's going to be like pockets of people that already know each other because they referred and we've closed on a house or we've helped them buy a house or, you know, sell a house. And so, and then because we do community events, a lot of community events, they come together for that. So like, it's like, they've been able to see each other multiple times in different situations, whether it's now you started off in this little pocket right here and it's grown into like a LFH family type situation. I love it. And, and let's, we got about five minutes. So I want to, um, I want to ask the business question. So as you do all these things, you just rattle off a lot of cool things that you do to build these relationships. You're, you're really curating culture and building, a, building a family. Do the referrals just show up then? Do you do anything or does it literally do people just start sending you business? Like how does that part work? Uh, well, I think one is, you know, you're always going to ask for a referral if possible, but every time I meet somebody, I'm not asking for a referral. They just know that I do real estate and it's so top of mind for them that, Anytime they hear somebody that's looking to buy or sell, they are automatically like, hey, I know somebody or, you know, I know you already work with somebody, but you should talk to, you know, Lonnie over here. And so I I think I've created a culture of Raven fans, which is awesome. Um, and it like even, you know, when I was at uh, getting eating Philly cheesesteaks with my my uh, my friends slash clients the other day, like they I just put a list in on that day. And they were like, we're thinking about what if we list our house so that way we can buy that one. Guess what I'm doing? They are now going through the pre-approval process. I've already done a CMA on their house, right? To see if they want to buy it. They told me last night, like, yes, let's go. Let's start. Let us talk with the lender. Right. And I sold them their house a few years ago. So like out of just me being there for dinner and having that list and go live that they saw on Facebook and stuff like that. They're like it started a whole different trajectory of all right. That night I went home and worked on a CMA after I had dinner with them, right? The, awesome. You know, so it just I think it just comes up so organically. Like I don't have to push. Now when I'm promoting and, and doing the like advertising or inviting, like, you know, of course I'm like, if you know anybody for sure, let me know. Um, just because it's top of mind, right? And because I'm giving them something innately, they want to give me something back. Yeah. I, I love it. How, how do you promote? Um, I mean, I don't know if it's a, if it's a short answer, but how do you promote the, when you, when you're doing the baseball event, are you calling, texting, emailing, Facebook, all of the above? I'm doing all of it. And I have a VIP Lonnie Fisher homes group. 
So it goes in there. And I, I, I don't post it on my public page because they're my VIPs or they're my, my people. And so, you know, it makes, again, how do I make them feel important that they are valued by me? That if I were to post it on my public page, right, then it's to everybody and it's not specific for them. So I've created that VIP page and then I'm texting, I'm calling, I'm doing videos. It goes out, you know, um, via email. And so it it's really me just, I think, uh, hitting them up. And so like you have to think I'm doing the baseball event Friday. I just did one in March and normally I'm hitting people up several different times to invite them to these events. So if I'm hitting them several different times, like those are just two events. I'm probably doing already 10, 15 touches for just those two events, right? And it's not even June yet. Awesome. So cool. Um, anything that we haven't covered that you're like, oh man, I really want, I, I gotta make sure people know this. Is there anything we hadn't covered that was on your list that you wanted to share? Um, I think in all honesty, like, if you read The Go-Giver, such a super good book, but it's not how I designed my business, but it will give you a good idea of um, a way to run your business, right? Um, and it's, it's just something that when I read it, I was like, oh my gosh, I do a lot of this stuff. And so I think if you're you're looking for something to copy i think that's a, a fantastic book to read uh, i think as long as you keep your clients first and you're genuine about what you're doing your clients are going to want to take care of you right i think too often like us as agents um, we don't stay in relationship with our clients and then they just feel like a number and not like you really cared about them and that makes a huge difference when i have my clients telling me like oh my gosh, my partner was just diagnosed with cancer or, you know, something like that. Like I was just told that yesterday by one of my clients and I was only the second person that they told and they've known since February. Like that's how deep my relationships are with my clients, you know? And then for me, how can I help you? What do you guys need? Do you need us to do a fundraiser so that way we can help um, raise some funds for you and your family for medical bills or for you to pay your whatever, whatever you need. Right. Um, I think goes a huge way. And really, like I said, being genuine, um, I'm not going to offer help if I'm not genuine, because then there's no passion behind it. But uh, I think just taking care of people is, uh, uh, it's, I think, part of our responsibility as community leaders. I love it. It's, it really, it's, it's your philosophy, it's your action and everything all ties together. I mean, it's not, it's not surprising why it works really well for you. And I think it's something that can, can work for other agents also. Yeah. Huge. Yeah. You just got to find what you're passionate about. I mean, it could be, you know, the, the pound, it can be dogs, it can be, you know, foster kids, it can be the school system, it can be, you know, domestic violence, women, uh, it can be anything, anything, just find what you're passionate about. And, I can guarantee you like real estate is only a vessel for me to be able to make a bigger impact in our community. I just let that one sink in. I, I love that line. I mean, truly that's, um, I forget who says this and I don't even know how the exact quote goes, but it's like, if you look at someone's income, all it is, it's a, uh, it's a measure of how much impact they're making on the world. 
right? Mm-hmm. It's like, how, what, what, that's all your, your income is just a real, it's a reflection of the, the problems you're solving and the impact you're making. That's what it is. Yeah. You're not going out to make money. You're going out to make an impact. The money comes yeah. after. Yeah. Yeah. And you uh, can make little ripples. This is such a fun discussion. All right. If you guys listening to this, if you want to get a hold of Lonnie, clearly she's active on social media. Should they hit you up on Facebook? What's the best way for someone to connect with you if they have a referral for the you know Tacoma area? Yeah. Uh, they can hit me up on Facebook or I mean, I'll put my um, work phone number in here. here. Awesome. You guys can reach out to me if you guys have more questions. Uh, because I mean, for me, there's so much business that we don't have to fight each other to try to outdo each other. Like you're going to attract the people that you're attracted to. I'm going to attract the people who are attracted to me. And just because we might attract the same person doesn't mean we're always necessarily a good fit. Right. And so that's where those boundaries again, come in. We're interviewing each other. So I want everybody to be successful. Thank you for being here, Lonnie. This is awesome. And it just, this, I like, I like when we do shows that also make me feel good. Like I feel good about, I feel better about like our industry too. Listen, like there's good, there's good people in our industry. You're good people, yeah. Lonnie. Yeah, there is. There's a lot of good people. Have a good day. Good to see you guys. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye guys. Have a good one, you guys. If you'd like more information or to get connected to the Agent Power Huddle, join our free Facebook group. This call was designed for the agents in our EXP organization, but open to any agent from any brokerage. If you're a guest and you're interested in learning more about EXP or our specific resources within the Agent Collective, reach out to the person who invited you to this call to get more info. Produced by the Agent Collective Media Network.